lovelies. It's Tess back with another episode of Tess Talks You Through. I want to give you advice and I know you need it. So email me at testtalksyouthrough at gmail.com. That's T-E-S-S-T-A-L-K-S-U-T-H-R-U at gmail.com. Of course, I am really excited uh, to be here chatting with you. I am grateful that you are trusting me with your advice needs. I do hope that all the advice I've given thus far has resulted in nothing but happiness. <laughs> I know that's impossible because life is full of way more than that. Anyway, um, I noticed the other day the word of the day from Merriam-Webster, because you know I do love words, was gormless. Yeah, that's a good word, right? Gormless, G-O-R-M-L-E-S-S. It's chiefly British, um, and it means lacking intelligence. And I think that a lot of people are really into how Merriam-Webster is maybe trolling some prominent figures right now. And I don't know that that's like accurate, but I do love the gifts they keep giving with these words of the day. Um, Gormless is like the classiest way I've ever heard to tell someone they're dumb. So, um, cool. Gormless. Incorporate it. Use it. Um, it's, it's wintry. It's cold. It's making us all seek deep into our souls and want direction. Today's theme is definitely, I've got some letters for some lovelies, and the theme is definitely um, about love and relationships and all of that. And I do love hearing these things from you. So again, thank you for writing in. Thank you for emailing me. And let's let's dive in. Here is a letter from a lovely. Dear Tess, I am in a no-string situation with a woman, but I know she would marry me if I was interested. I feel terrible leading her on, but she says she knows what she's signing up for and is open to having a good time with me. Do I keep spending time with her, even if she's getting attached? It feels wrong to do that, and I care about her as a person. All right, no strings. Here's the deal. You feel pretty confident that you're in control here. I respect that. It's good to know where you stand in relationships. It sounds a bit, um, there could be some defense mechanisms here, but I'm not here to judge that at all. What I am here to do is just to ask you to take people at their face value and for you to always be direct and honest in your communication in this relationship. A few things in your letter. Of course, I wish this were reciprocal in a way because I'd love to ask some follow-up questions. Um, you, you know, you're like, is she, she's getting attached is she? Well, what makes you think that? And how do you confront that? Because if she's presenting with um, whatever whatever these things are she's telling you or acting in a way that lets you know she's getting attached, that's, that's where your responsibility comes in to confront that directly and honestly. To let it slide, you know, let's say she's coming at you like, oh, I brought you your favorite smoothie for our fuck fest or whatever it was. Um... You can let her know, oh, that's cool. This is just the fuck fest. I appreciate that you know me, but um, you don't need to bring me gifts. You know, something like that. Of course, I have no idea. Maybe she's bringing you the fuel you need to please her. Who knows? The point is, um, you say you feel terrible leading someone on. So I want, to, I want you to ensure that your actions are supporting that sentiment. Um, you don't want to be someone who leads people on because 
we hate to be culpable for hurting other people's feelings. It's, it's, it's hard when people are vulnerable to us and we feel like we have some kind of power. We want to treat that gently. You telling me that you don't want to leave someone on makes me think you're a cool person. Cool. Your heart is in the right place. Let's make sure your actions demonstrate that. Actions trump words, okay? So just make sure you're cutting off emotional advances, okay? Um, but take her at her face value. If she's saying, no, it's cool. I know what I'm doing. Accept that. You are, it is never our job as people to read below people's words. We need to say what we mean and then, and then take that with others too. They mean what they say. And to me, that's just the baseline of communication and relationships, no matter how intimate or emotionally attached they get. My only follow-up here is I'm, I'm curious about how a no-string situation um, has ever led to a conversation where you are so confident that she would marry you. I mean, that's cool. That's cool that you know that. Um, I Again, I don't know what goes, what's going on between the two of you behind closed doors. Be careful. Make sure your actions are up front just like your words are right now. And I think that way we'll all, we'll all get out alive. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, we won't. Um, no, no one will get hurt. So take care of your heart and act right. Okay, so you all are definitely watching Drag Race All-Stars, right? Yeah, I'm not going to give any spoilers at all. I just want to speak to a little bit about how much I have really enjoyed seeing some queens from past seasons that maybe I wasn't like totally enamored with. I have been loving the opportunity to become enamored with them. I'm just really, really loving the show. The height of drag is higher than ever. We're we're on the high dive. That's how intense it is. I'm loving it. So I hope you all are too. Um, you don't have to email me with an advice question if you don't have one. If you just want to email me your opinions about looks on Drag Race, I would love to read them genuinely. So you can email me. I mean, you can pretty much email me anything. Do I sound desperate for emails and attention. That's okay. I'm totally okay with you feeling that about me. Just email me at testtalksyouthrough at gmail.com. T-E-S-S-T-A-L-K-S-U-T-H-R-U at gmail.com. All right, let's dive in again. We're not done with our love life episode with our relationship talking. So here is another letter from a lovely Dear Tess, I've been friends with someone for a while, and while I initially didn't want to date him, I've grown to really appreciate him and have affection for him. I think he used to like me, but since I've so firmly put him in the friend zone, I think he really stopped thinking of me that way. How do I kindle a romance now that we are just pals? All right, just pals. Sounds like you're at a crossroads, but I have to intervene with a few signs. The first sign I'm holding up is bright orange, and it says, The friend zone is a lie. 
I don't love that term. It definitely came to popularity way after I was done dating. It's not a term I'm like super familiar with, have ever been accused of placing someone in, have ever known I existed in. But I mean, it's totally okay that you're into that. I understand the 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 necessity for categorization in your letter. But let's just put it out there. The friend zone is a lie because wouldn't you want any person you are intimate with to be a friendly person? Someone that could exist in a zone where we, everybody is friendly and nice? Yeah, you want everybody to be in a friend zone. Um, You may have done something when you first met this person that let them know, oh, do not think of me this way. I'm here for friendship only. And hey, that's cool. You set a boundary right away that apparently this person has responded to. Um, you say that you're, um, the more you've got to know this person, your affection has grown. I want you to analyze that affection. Is it compassionate affection. I feel that for so many people in my life, um, for the people I serve as a professional, as a social worker, I feel it for colleagues that I'm not super close with. I still feel this compassionate affection for them. I feel it for my friends. I feel it for people I do theater and improv with. Um, that's like something I feel strongly for many people in my life is a, is a compassionate affection where, um, you know, you want to, you want to fix their collar. You want to tell them, Oh, you've got lipstick on your teeth. You want to, you want to brush the hair off their, off their forehead because it's messing their face. No. Um, and that's a beautiful feeling. And I love having that feeling. It's, it's how I know I'm really warm to someone. So I'm curious about the affection you say has developed because when we become closer friends with people, that compassionate affection grows. Um, that's when people become really dear to you. Now, otherwise, is this passionate affection another super fun affection to feel? But, you know, it's giving you PR. Oh, and just in case, um, PR is the way I say um, a pussy response. You know, when someone gives you PR, you're feeling it. You know what I mean. Um, yeah, it's dirty, but just when something gives you PR, you know. Is it that kind of affection? Like you look and you're like, oh, it's oh, oh PR time. Cool. That's a wonderful way to go too. And perhaps even if this person initially, maybe they had PR for you, um, you know, and you were like, uh -uh, but then it grew for you. Hey, the way we feel about people it doesn't, it doesn't stay permanent. We do not have fixed impressions of people. We have first impressions of people and those grow and change. You have definitely had a conversation with someone that you're like, oh my God, when I first met you, I thought you hated me, right? Because we get to know people and we become more authentic to ourselves. We become more relaxed. We drop pretense. So who knows that even though you think you've you've totally um, put the kibosh on any potential for romance or intimacy. I think you're just in the flow always with everyone. Friendship, a, a growing for passionate affection, whatever. It's all in the ebb and flow of the start of knowing someone and that growing. So I say no door is ever closed. 
Okay. Even if at one point you like, even if you thwarted a, uh, an, an, a, an advance, that doesn't mean as you have to say it's over forever. That was just, oh, not today, not now, not, I'm not ready for this. Maybe you're ready now. Um, and I'm going to ask you to be bold because maybe if this is driven by the PR, um, maybe it's an opportunity to be bold. Um, that calls for bold action. Maybe you just tell the person, hey, I'm pretty into this. What do you think? Now, okay, maybe that's asking too much. I know, it's very direct. I like to be very direct. Uh, for years, I had one pickup line. Uh, it had a 100% turnaround rate. It was a simple question. Um, I would just say, do you want to make out? And I literally used it um, well, at the risk of exposing myself too much, I used it quite frequently and I was never turned down. So, you know, there's a time and a place for a bold move. If you're feeling it, go for it. Or let's say you're um, not as direct. I appreciate that. Be you. Perhaps you um, spend some one-on-one -on -one time with this person doing something that the two of you like to do. I'm assuming that's happened at some point because you've really grown to appreciate this person and you just have that conversation right there. Hey, we're great friends. I really appreciate you. Should we be more than friends? Try it. Um, being coy and asking questions can get you pretty far. So that's it for you. Um, remember the orange sign, friend zone is a lie because it really is. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much for writing to me. All right, folks. We're wrapping up another episode of Test Talks You Through. I have loved to hear from you about your love life and relationship questions. I want more because I love to hear juicy details of everything. Um, so share them with me. Email me at Test Talks You Through, T-E-S-S-T-A-L-K-S-U-T-H-R-U -S -S at gmail.com. Thank you so much to Hearsay Studios. Thank you for listening. I can't wait to come back and talk you through soon. Don't live a life full of distress. You can clean up this mess. Just get advice from terrific tests. This has been a production of Hearsay Studios. Wait, what?